Welcome to Energy Stew. This is Peter Roth, your host. And I'd like to ask you, how often do you channel? Are you a channeler? <laughs> Maybe in ways you don't even know. <laughs> and some people are out there publicly channeling and helping so many people through doing that work. And so I'm again uh, ready to interview our guest who has been on the show before. She's a wonderful channeler and uh, and a wonderful person too. So glad to thank you uh, Peter. That, that Angie Hipple is a friend. Angie, welcome back to Energy Stew. Hello, dear Peter. It's so good to be back with you. It's it's so great to have this excuse to develop a friendship with you and to get to know your audience. We're really glad to be here. Oh, thanks so much. And and I I'm so familiar with the Judah group. I call them the group. Uh, they go by collective or whatever. And 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 you're known through the Judah Channel. Uh, yeah, it's a website, Judah Channel. Yep, the JudahChannel.com and the Judah Channel on YouTube. And we have a really lovely, warm, safe family on YouTube. And um, we channel live every Sunday night. The, the most, I think the most exciting thing that we do is free for the whole world. And it's on Sunday night on YouTube, uh, the Judah family. And we get together at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can watch it later if you miss it. And um, oh, there's a bunch of us. Oh, I don't know, a thousand, two thousand, depends on the night. We get together from all over the world and everybody gets to chat and make friends from everywhere. And and we do a live thing and it's just, it's a group consciousness, you know, that's forming. It's just a very loving family of really high vibe people. And it's been a good landing spot for people that feel kind of lonely or disconnected, or maybe in their day-to-day -day life, they don't know, know anybody that's kind of weird and woo-woo like they are. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. And I find that yes. I'm I'm also an anchor for so many people who yeah. differently and are so glad to know me who's out of the box also. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Isn't it great? It's sweet to to um find somebody that you have kindred spirit with and just to take the edge off some of that loneliness and uh, feel connected. And, you know, we wish we could always do it face to face and skin to skin, heart to heart, but it doesn't always work out that way. So this is a really good um, second choice, you know, and Judah's assured us that they absolutely come into the room with people when they sign on and they're with us together and um, are present there with them. And there is a connection that's beyond what we can see, you know. But also what's interesting is that the Judah group is very large. <laughs> they, yeah. they don't need to look for for participants to support each each person who comes to your group uh, because there's over, I don't know, 300,000 of them. Yeah, about 350,000 angelic souls. And they're, they've described themselves as from Sirius A and they're, they um, are like a feline a humanoid type race. Um, so one of the ways that you could think of them, if you come from a, a Hebraic or, um, or a Judeo-Christian tradition, you know, it says that Ezekiel saw this, 
lion, this man with a fa- uh, this man with the face or the head of a lion. So that's um, who Judah is, or kind of how they appear in their wow. etheric body. Wow, yeah. I love that. And and once or twice when I've channeled them, I've actually it's been kind of funny because um, I would I started kind of snorting and pawing and breathing like a lion. <laughs> That was really strange, but I, I actually felt this presence of this lion, you know, it was re- pretty incredible. It is. But with also is that you're not only um, someone who's, who's here for, for them. You also are channeling intelligences from other constellations. Yes. The Pleiadians and Arcturians, um, we also have a being from Sirius, Sirius B, who's a water being, a beautiful being that we channel. But the they've explained to us that the, there's about, well, there's there's dozens that I've channeled. Um, we get visits from all kinds of people, but there's five that primary beings that we work with, and they've formed. Their explanation is that they're a team of these five entities that have come together from these different races in the, as representatives of the galactic federation. And so they come and they work with me kind of like a little specialist team from the federation. And that's um, Zed, who's a tall gray and Abby from Sirius B, the Pleiadian sisters, which are like a, a Trinity, like a father, son, Holy spirit kind of Trinity. They're from three different of uh, the, of the Pleiadian stars, but they work together as one voice. And then Lars of Arcturus, who's explained that he's the commander of the moon base, the Arcturian moon base. Wow. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. He's a pretty authoritarian guy. He's a little scary sometimes. Very loving, but a little scary too. (laughs) All right. Takes all kinds. (laughs) Yeah. We need them all. (laughs) Right. So, Let's um, enjoy some input from the yeah. group. Yeah. We'll just open it up for anybody that's okay. of a very high loving vibration that has our very best interest at heart. That's representative of source and divine love. And yes. Hello, dear Peter and your beautiful audience. We are Judah. We are very pleased to be here and thankful for the opportunity and the platform and we just want to give your platform a big kiss from heaven and thanks and gratitude we are here to serve you we are happy to answer any questions that you have for us mm-hmm. oh my gosh <laughs> that, what an opportunity um so this planet is in chaos right now and there's a wars there wars going on and people don't know what to make of it, or uh, and people are afraid of our future. Uh, how do you see the future? Well, we can tell you that the future is bright. Now, we don't say this in a Pollyanna sort of um, naive or childlike way. We will simply tell you that everything is evolving back into source and unity and oneness with source. 
And so allow the chaos, just as you would a summer storm that bursts upon you when you're, let's say, visiting the beach on a lovely day. And you don't fret or worry about it. You simply pack your things up and go inside for a bit. And when the storm has cleared, you come back out then and enjoy the sun that is emerging and the beauty of the beach. And you feel the freshness of uh -huh, the air and the atmosphere uh, from the, pa the storm which has passed. You see, and so we don't consider anything going on on the earth as tragic. Yes, are there tragic events? Are there people being hurt or harmed? Is there trauma? Yes, this trauma is caused by the unconsciousness of humanity. It is not caused by Mother Earth, Mother Gaia, or any other entities uh, from beyond. There are, are entities from beyond that like to influence or we would say take advantage of uh, the unconsciousness of humanity. So are there tragic events? Yes. Is there chaos? Yes. But understand that, that this chaos will absolutely definitively yield to God, to all that is, to universal consciousness. And all things will in due time evolve back into this state of oneness. So we would say to the degree that you are uh, 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 that it is possible for you to within the degree of light and illumination that you have extract yourself from the chaos. But what about the possible. grief that we have about the people who are being harmed and some are so tragic? And we, yes, well, we, even when it clears, we'll still, I think, we'll still be in grief. Yes, well, we will say this, that it is always appropriate to feel your feelings. It is always appropriate to feel your feelings. Feelings are neither right nor wrong. They are what they are. And every feeling across the spectrum is acceptable. We would say, however, be mindful that you, uh -huh, as you watch and perceive various tragedies and difficulties going on, if you mm -hmm, mm -hmm, lend your attention to those things for a period of time, you will be sucked into the energy, the vortex of it, um, like being caught in a tornado, we would say. If if there was a tornado coming across your landscape, you could see it very plainly with your eyes, what would you do? You wouldn't walk towards it. You would simply go underground into a safe place and allow it to pass. And so we would say, do you feel compassion for your, your fellow humankind that are suffering at this time? Of course you do. Feel your grief, feel whatever you are feeling. But can you, uh, we, we encourage you to, 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 to consider because what the ego mind, especially the larger and conscious collective ego mind wants to do is to suck you into the vortex of chaos and difficulty. And we would say you can't be of assistance to anyone by allowing your own personal energy to be caught into that, you see, that will only make you a casualty like your precious brothers and sisters. And, and that's not helpful in any way. You see, your attention is your energy. Your energy is, in, is your attention. And energy is everything. And so if there are things happening in the earth which are tragic, 
if these are energies that you wish to undo, that you wish to see um, like a tornado that spins out and then disappears, where does the tornado go? Where does it go when it disseminates, when it's finished, when it is over? Well, it disappears from existence. And so if you want to um, see these chaotic, um, larger unconsciousness events diminish and disappear, don't add your energy to them and don't allow yourself to get caught in the storm. Hide yourself. Hide yourself in meditation. Now, we're not saying stick your head in the sand. We're saying hide yourself in peace and meditation. Hide yourself in centeredness. Hide yourself in God, in all that is, in higher consciousness. Elevate your consciousness as high as you can and know that in the doing of this, you have aided your brother and sister. You see, for it is said of heaven, it is said of heaven in the ancient scriptures that there all tears will be wiped from every eye. It is said that God, that all that he is, will wipe every tear of grief, of sorrow from every eye. So we would encourage you to enter this state of consciousness now, here. Heaven is not someplace far away. Heaven resides right in your heart. In your heart, you are heaven. You are the temple. You are the sacred You are the house for all that is divine. So enter deeply into your higher state of heaven in the heart and there allow all that is to dry every tear from your eye, to literally weep your tears and feel the hand of God wiping them and kissing your precious eyes. Can I ask something? Please, yes. I believe that everything is in divine order. And yet, Absolutely. And yet we see, you know, such tragic harm happening to innocent people. And how, please explain the divine order of lives being cut short in, in horrible ways and, and understand the nature and the purpose of that um, so we can hold it better. Well, we can say that there are these, every precious soul has determined the date, the time, and the manner in which they will cross over before they enter this existence. And they have also planned various points of exit that they might take, as you would say, an escape hatch in the event that they, they they are being blocked from achieving the purpose for which they have come. So understand that each one, they may not in a human context be conscious of why they are in a war zone or or why they have left the body in a particular way or manner, but we assure you their soul is absolutely conscious of the choice and of what is being happened. So in this manner, understand that no death is an accident or tragedy. Every death is planned. It is planned uh, by the soul. It is planned by a higher consciousness. And I think there's a greater purpose for each of those to represent the, the toxicity, for instance, of this world that we have to then mm-hmm. uh, erase <laughs> and move forward in greater peace. We agree, and we would say that there are some souls who have come into this incarnation and have even agreed prior to their birth to be in war zones or to experience 
tragic deaths. And they, they are, we would call them sacrificial lambs. And they've come in knowing this. And part of the reason for which they have signed up for this sacrificial lamb duty service to earth, to consciousness, is because they want to help the the larger consciousness of humanity to finally spend their negative energies of hatred you see to spend it all you see there are we would say energetic accounts uh-huh and humanity as a whole has accounts of of hatred and fear and war mongering and so on and then they have accounts of love and joy and peace and uh, and charity and high consciousness and so there are some who are giving literally giving their lives in order that humanity might finally drain and empty out these energetic uh accounts of war and hatred you see there will be a time we've spoken of this in other channels in which that the idea of war will seem ludicrous to earth children there will be elders who will recount to them that there were times of war upon the earth and children will find this hard to fathom you see because war will then become an ancient memory i love that it's it's so beautiful to hear this it's all such profound information now i have another uh changing the subject I, I have another interest and that's that so many people are frustrated that consciousness hasn't risen that far yet and feel like oh it'll never come or it's decades away or you know it, it's not going to be in my lifetime people say and i don't i don't feel that way and yet the signs of of this kind of high consciousness where we find greater peace is um you know doesn't seem to be happening so fast well we would say that this is a an expression of a, a limitation of human thinking we most certainly see everything as right on time and the evolution of consciousness is happening at the speed and within a space and time in which it can be maintained and sustained for mm -hmm. you see even on a personal level one might mm, press or have an intensity towards becoming uh, realizing or remembering we will say their enlightened state and there are times when it is a little bit much for them um it is like trying to teach a two-year-old to ride a bike with no training wheels you see there's no sense in that whatsoever it's a waste of time and energy and so we say everything is right on time. And those who have a, we would say, a false belief system that it's not happening fast enough, it is likely because they are listening to and viewing the wrong things. And if they would give their attention to, let's say, podcasts such as this one and other um, materials that are synchronistically appearing before their eyes, they will will find that there there is a, a huge expansion of consciousness. This vessel every week works with people who astound her. They come for appointments with us, and they are literally teetering on the brink of 
enlightenment of high consciousness. Some of them have just squarely put their foot upon the the first rung of enlightenment, rung on the ladder of enlightenment, and they're quite stable and they are proceeding forward. And so we would say, don't be discouraged because there are, are amazing humans all over this planet who maybe have not been given a megaphone or a platform such as this, but they are there nonetheless. They are Some of them are picking up your trash on Monday morning. Some of them are cleaning your toilets. Some of them are judges sitting behind a judge's bench. Many of them are school teachers teaching the young. You see, they're everywhere. And they are growing exponentially, exponentially, exponentially because of outlets such as yours and outlets such as this vessel is providing. They are being, being given information, sometimes just a line or a word or a thought that is uh, freeing them from ego constructs of the mind and, and, and illuminating their process. That's wonderful. It's, um, and, and yet a lot of us feel there's going to be some event at some point, which will um, be more like a lightning bolt of this happening. Well, we love this thought. And we would say, if you like it, if you like this thought, if you'd like to see some event like that, you may certainly give your attention and your intention in meditation towards that. And we will say that there is certainly a coming um a resurrection mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for the unawakened there there will be uh-huh yes mm -hmm. there will be with the the manifestation of extraterrestrials in a more visible physically visible and 3d materially substantial form a, a radical awakening now, this will be very frightening for many people. Uh, we would say mm, religious uh, indoctrination and mindsets uh, for these in particular, these, we will say, very precious ones, this sort of um, visibility of interdimensional beings uh, will upset everything that they know life and reality to be within between their two ears so there will need to be a lot of love and a lot of patience we are particularly looking for persons who will create on ramps for people to get out of thinking that is not serving them but help them help them to do it in a way that is gentle that is accepting that is loving that is um that is understanding of the difficulty of such a drastic change. And yet I, I like the word loving because that will be much easier to hold as we rise in consciousness. Yes, for we would say, you see, there are many who will, as we said, when they see these beings with their, with their physical eyes, and you see, they come from subcultures, subcultures in religion and politics and subcultures within various nations and so on. And their world will be completely turned upside down 
And so they will not understand the semantics of much of what is current in spiritual circles. It will be like a, it is now and will be at that time like another language in and of itself. So we would caution people in spiritual circles from having language that is um, exclusive to spiritual pursuits and communities that un, uh, unintentionally uh, excludes others that are not within those circles, other unawakened people. And so we would say in response to your comment about being loving, a loving word, a loving touch, a loving hug, a loving hug that communicates divine white light loving energy can be of a profound assistance to anyone and and it requires no prohibitive language to I be love, felt love and this. experienced this is, this is so clear and helpful and i love hearing it it's just it's going to make it so much easier for us to comprehend how it will work well we're very grateful for your receptivity and so for anyone who has feels compassion for another, perhaps an awake, an awake, unawakened one or one that is stuck or stuck in lower realms of consciousness, powerlessness, fear, sadness, grief, despair, whatever the case may be, whether it's your waitress or your delivery man or your mailman or whoever it might be, remember you can look in the eyes and communicate divine love, which is a, a tangible, visible, visceral energy, which can profoundly impact the other. Look in their eyes, a loving word, a loving touch, a hug if you feel so compelled. We would say mm, there are some who can be mm -hmm, instantly awakened from unconsciousness with a loving hug from that. an enlightened person. I love that. We're getting near the end of the show. And uh, uh, Judah Group, thank you so much. You've been incredible, uh, so profound. I just love all of your words. And thank you so much for being here. And, uh, and can we speak with Angie? Yes, yes. Thank you for hosting us. We are thankful. <laughs> oh, that was a lot of fun, Peter. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, we got into some really deep stuff. I mean, wow. They really stuff. like you. They they bring their A-game for you, Peter. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I mean, I don't know how to relate to that because I'm not used to what their B-game is. <laughs> <laughs> so this is cool. And um, oh, my gosh. And they are. So I, I want to go back and listen. <laughs> Good. Listen yeah. and learn and take notes. Yeah, because I think what they talked about were essential answers to things that right now that so many people need to hear. Yeah, and I appreciate you asking about the war because we've been getting a lot of questions about that over here. So I appreciate that. Right, and the way we approach it because I come up, you know, then bringing you know um, divine order into it. I think was really a good way for them to help us, you know, understand soul paths and soul purposes. Yes. So we covered the ground. Wow. Yeah. We just <laughs> were blazing, blazing over the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They did. They did. So yeah. thanks so great. much. And, um, 
And again, one one last reminder of how people find you. Sure. We're at thejudachannel.com and we're the Judah Channel on YouTube, which is a really fun place to get to know us. We've got hundreds of hours of free channels from Judah, from the Arcturians and Pleiadians. We have um, very specific light language transmissions that you can find there for any particular issue that's troubling you or places where you feel stuck. We also have a, a, a fantastic self-study course that you can do with um, 10 weeks of really in-depth um, work with Judah for raising your consciousness. Um, Judah assured us that it's a path to enlightenment. So if you're feeling stuck in any way and really wanting to raise your consciousness, I encourage you to sign up for that. That's very promising. So Angie Hippel, it's so much fun to talk with you and and thank uh, you, Peter. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> thank and, you. And and thanks for being an energy stew. I'm so happy to know you. Oh, me too. It's a joy. Thank you, Peter. And this is Peter Roth, your host of Energy Stew at PRN.live. I can be reached at Peter at HeartRiver, H-E-A-R-T, River.org. I'd love to hear from you. And thanks so much for listening.